Gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. If you're listening today, it comes out. It is Friday, September 10th. It is finally week one, and there's no better way to bring in week one than without a few special guests. Sorry, I should probably introduce Wally, my co-host first. Wally, say hello. What's up? And now, <laughs> reoccurring guests, friends of the program, whether they like it or not, the sisters Wilkinson, Annie Wilkinson, and Emily Wilkinson Mayfield. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us. And how the hell are we doing? We are good. We are hanging in here. Living. We are ready for the first week of football. As soon as the season stops last year, it's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And then it's finally here. And I'm like, I, I've been just nervous. Not, And I can't even explain why. Explain why. Like, the team looks good. Everything. Everyone seems to be knowing what they're doing. I'm just like, okay, we've never been here before. Um, like first day of school jitters where like a week or two before you're like kind of inching and you're getting closer and you start to kind of feel that yeah no I mean that's I never got nervous before school I just didn't care about school but (laughs) the NFL NFL season right I think I'm going to be less nervous after the game tonight I think I'll feel like a little bit more like okay we're in it there's one under our belt not our belt but like NFL. <laughs> you can no, say segue. you're in the community. You can say we when referring to an NFL game. No, no. segue, because I wanted to know, is this, now that we're finally here, is this a relief? Is it more nervous? Do, are you just like same old, same old? It's kind of same old, same old. It's nice because yeah. I see Baker more like when the official season starts. Camp is just a pain. It's just long hours. Like, I'm always ready for camp to be over. And then it's just more fun for me. I mean, I can't speak for Baker, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm just ready for games, and, like, I'm ready for the hype of everything. I'm ready for fantasy football to start. I'm just ready for, like, the whole NFL in general. Emotions. Even college football, I'm ready for Yeah. We got a segue. We got a segue. Our last episode, we brought on a fantasy guru. um, Talked about where to pick quarterbacks. He says he typically doesn't do so until, like, the seventh round or so. Where do you... Where do you pick Baker? Slash, do you pick Baker? We don't have Baker this year. We're on a yeah. team together. <laughs> um, our group has grown too large. So we are now one. Yes. And I will be on the injured reserve list halfway through the season. So and we'll take over from there. Okay. That's fair. Um, Who so the we, waiver wire? We literally so far we've done everything like as a coaching staff. We communicate through every decision. <laughs> I know you've already been asked this a million times, but I need to apologize just one more time. Can we talk about the UFO? Like, what What did we I do? swear to God, Kevin, I thought you were about to ask about Baker's contract, and I was like, I cannot. No! <laughs> no, ew. No. No. I thought you were no, going to no, yes, yes. We're going to talk about next three questions. Baker's contract, him and Odell's chemistry, and the second year in Stefanski's system. Let's go. I lied. The only question I do have, because this is what Carly told us, that she always has random people DMing her, asking about 
her husband's contractual situation? Do like bloggers and random weirdos ask you about that in your DMs? Yeah, but to be honest, like I used to look at my, what do they call them? Requests. Requested DMs and stuff a lot more. Now I just don't even bother because it's either people asking for money, wanting the inside <gasps> scoop on Baker's contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, I mean, no, that was Kevin. Yeah, that, yeah, that was me. That was me, right? But like, it kind of just the funny ones. It's just easier to avoid them. To be totally honest with you, because I end up actually clicking on like two percent of them. So I don't know. Yes, I do get a lot of very strange and very um, overstepping questions, but I just avoid them. My motto, if you know me, is my motto. I wish that everyone in the world, no matter what, not just football, everything, mind your business. We would be so much better off in this world if everyone just mind their own business. Am I wrong? Yep. No, no. you're absolutely right. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this podcast once again. Speaking of minding your own business, it's none of my business what you guys do in the privacy of your own homes, uh, how you groom yourself. That being said, if you want to start grooming maybe just a little better, check out our friends at Manscaped. They make the best razor that gives the best shave in the game. Get the lawnmower 4.0. I'm telling you, waterproof, lives in the shower, has a light. That's a game changer, I'll tell you right now. Stop using the same razor for all parts of your body, male and female. Now, because we're so nice, we're going to give you a little something here. Go to manscaped.com, type in promo code FANSIDED20. That's manscaped.com. Promo code FANSIDE20 for free shipping and 20% off your first order. Doesn't get any better than that. Let's get back to it. Like, I don't care when people talk about it. Like, that's part of football is, like, what is so-and-so's contract? Do you guys see J.J. Watt's contract? Or T.J. Watt's? That is yacht yeah, yeah. twelve eighty guarantee or four years. So, like, it's fine to whoa, talk whoa, about Whoa, whoa, look at that. Look at what, reading that off like that. All right, wrap up. We just talked about it. It just came out. Literally right before we got (laughs) thing, It's all public knowledge. So it's it's not a problem whether or not, like, it's okay to talk about. Talk about all you want, but don't go to Baker. Don't come to me and be like, so Baker's contract has looking. Like, we don't want to talk about it. I truly believe that. What drives me nuts, and I've said this on the podcast every single week, it's why we started this podcast, one of the reasons, for me at least. I watch all the press conferences because I don't have a life, so I watch all the Bakers, the Fansky, all of them because I just enjoy them. And I also, at the same time, I hate to say this, but I've said it, kind of hate watch just for the questions that they're going to ask. It's the same three questions every single day. And I, I just don't understand. I don't get it, but that's just me. His answer's not going to change. That's no! why It's like... How many times are you going to ask him, you know, like, how's, how do you feel about your contract? Are you mad they're Not waiting on He's never going to talk about it. Um, anyway, how was y'all no, sorry, sorry I thought you were going to ask it as a joke. I didn't mean for it no, to turn into a joke. No, no, I am on team. Get out of here with that question. It's so annoying. Like, ask something. Ask something stupid. Hey, hey Baker, do you and Stefanski trade or share beard grooming secrets? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Contract. I think. That's what the world want to know, wants to know, like, most importantly. Uh, it's undoubtedly annoying. Like, nobody experiences getting DMs about their spouse's contract. Like, I'm sure some of his friends get DMs about the contracts or whatever. I mean, but people have no idea. It's like a point of ignorance. It's like people have no idea what that interaction even looks like. And so they just mm-hmm. think, oh. Everyone knows exactly what's going on, and that's not necessarily the case, but so I don't know. 
there was probably oh. some kind of a point to that statement, but I got... <laughs> When anytime for any player, when any a contract happens, uh, it doesn't stay secret for more than what maybe five seconds. So that's why I don't right. think people are hitting DMs and like when Carly said that about why I was just blown away. But anyway, no, we're not talking about any of that shit. Um, I want to know about the UFO. So me and Bank were at dinner one night at Joy in Austin, and we're driving home. Bank's driving. I'm in the passenger side, and we're getting back towards Lake Travis, and like. You know, it's dark outside and you are on your phone and, like, it, the light is so blinding you don't really see around you. That's what I was in the passenger seat on my phone. He's driving, focused, and our neighborhood is so dark, so, like, he's focused. All of a sudden, even with my screen light in my face, I see this, like, bright yellow-white circle coming out of the sky in, like, an arch form out my right window. And it's like the lake is over on our right. And I just kind of like followed it. Like, what the hell is that? And I also had like two bottles of wine probably. And so I'm like, I look at Bake and he looked at me and I was like, did you see that? He goes, yes. What the heck? And it was like the smoothest thing. So my gut reaction was like, I hope to God it wasn't like a plane going down because it was that big. And it wasn't a shooting star. It was way too big for that sort of thing. And then it was just slow. It wasn't like, no, it, was like, it wasn't. You know how shooting steady. stars are like super fast? Yeah. My theory was it was Colin Cowherd okay. in a little mini personal drone flying above trying to like spy on Bake, but But Elon Elon Musk also bought a house in Austin and there was like some SpaceX stuff going on, ah. so we don't know like but it did fall straight out of the sky directly into the lake, right? Yeah, but we so we had like a barrier between us and the lake. Yeah. So all we know is it was going towards the lake and then that's it. And then when we tweeted it, then a bunch of people DM Bake and I saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so, so weird you said that. Like, I saw the same thing. There was a lot in Colorado and a lot in, like, Travis. Yeah. Well, you call you guys called me immediately. We called everyone we knew that night. Like, yeah. But I, you called me in the freakout stage. Yes. Because we had just, just, I think we had just told you guys about a UFO experience. Tia. And so it had been, like, a topic among us. Like, the week before or something. Yeah. And so you called me, and, yeah, it was, you guys were kind of tweeting. There was just no explanation for it. It's like, what else would it be? It wasn't a plane. It wasn't a helicopter. It was, like, 10 p.m. at night. I don't know. I just... It's, it's, it's almost unsurprising when, like, when I read that tweet, I'm like, yeah, no, 2021, 2020, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I hear of these absurd things, these supernatural or just ridiculous scenarios i'm like please god <laughs> just let us get our ring first you know what i mean um it's like, it's like ah murder hornets okay you don't even bat an eye at it anymore yeah. ufo is like a, a layup as far as taking it in but if you are in no, go ahead, Kevin. I was going to say, if Elon's in Austin, then that explains a lot. Uh, if, if they're coming to visit anyone just for a quick stop-in, it's going to be Elon. So, aliens? Yeah. yeah. Didn't the government, though, admit during 2020 that aliens are real and they have evidence of them and, like, all this stuff? And because of everything else going on, it, like, barely made news. Yeah, there's, like, recordings. Of, I thought it was, like, more undercover. Like, it was, like, recordings of them talking about it that wasn't supposed to go public. Oh, I thought that they, like, announced it. I just think it's, it's on the bottom of things that will surprise anyone anymore after last year. Yeah, exactly. Year, like, it's like, oh, yeah, that they should it should be happening. It's 2020, 2021, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. We just had such a we just had such a funny start to the off season. Like we got Wyatt wrestling alligators. You guys seeing UFOs. Hooper became like a pharaoh or a king in Egypt. He was posting over there. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It's like two months, two weeks of the off season, and this is just going. It was so entertaining. I loved every second of it. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, it was like on those adventures. Yeah, I know. Like Wally was like, damn it, I'm trying to you know give the meme machine a break for a few months here, but you got to keep firing them up, and it was great. <laughs> The Browns had one of the longest playoff droughts. Was it the current longest streak? Yeah. Emily, Annie, there's two people close to our quarterback. Can you describe kind of the emotions that went into winning a playoff game? Like it's, you guys are new Browns fans relative to the rest of us, uh, but also, you know, a lot more skin in the game, so to speak. Like, was that weighing as heavy on, I mean, I'm sure it was weighing as heavy on you as us, but just give us the rundown of what went through your mind, emotions, memories, anything. I don't know. Podcast stuff. I get nervous before every game, no matter what. Obviously, the hype was so big last year that that was always the goal to at least get that far, if not further. And so, I mean, the nerves were definitely higher the closer we got to playoffs and then into playoffs. Um, but one thing I'll say, like, as far as living with Baker – he literally treats it as if, like, that's what's supposed to happen. Like, why – he's excited. Don't get me wrong. It's not like he's not excited. He's, he gets why everyone's excited. But, like, in his mind, he's like, why the hell are we playing football if we're not going to win? Like, why would they bring me in if they didn't want me to try to win the Super Bowl? Like, so it's just kind of like the next game – just like he always says in his press conference, like, the next man up mentality, the next game menta- mentality. Like, it just kind of – it's like that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to win the playoffs, and you're supposed to keep winning. So it shouldn't be such a shocking thing. But like you guys said, we haven't been Browns fans. He hasn't been playing for the Browns as long as you guys have been cheering for the Browns. Mm -hmm. So it was a bigger thing for people like you guys than I think it was for us. I like hearing that. I like hearing that on so many levels. I have tears in my eyes. That's why I wipe my eyes off just now. (laughs) uh, Because I think a lot of people over the years, fans, like Browns fans, they just think that we've been – terrible for years because our players didn't care or whatever and it's like no they still care they just don't they look at it at a level that you couldn't imagine of wanting to win and it's so great hearing him look at it as you know when you take the pressure off like oh if we don't win today like it give yourself zero advantage to put pressure on yourself or listen to the external pressures as far as it doesn't help you complete a pass. You know what I mean? Right. So hearing her confirm that, good stuff. What do you got, Kev? I was going to say, and again, I am only I only ask or say things that have been posted on someone's Instagram publicly. Um, how was Yellowstone? So great. Yeah. So I was going to say, I just love the fact that we have, and I don't know anything of how the players like it or not, but that like three days of mandatory off and then – Everyone just went to the mountains to, like, kick back and literally just do nothing from what it looked like on Instagram. Uh, I was just oh, so happy to see that. Was yeah. that the first year they did this? The mandatory three days off? Mm-hmm. Emily, what are your thoughts on the addition of the extra game in the regular season? I hate preseason because it's just another opportunity for people to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also understand, like, that's unfair for me to say because Baker has a secured spot for the guys who are on the bubble. Like, I understand that they need to get film and, like, that sort of thing. Uh, as far as the 17th game, it's obviously a money-making thing for the NFL, which, whatever, everything's a business. 
Um, that being said, I'm just not a fan. It doesn't. I don't think it has the player's best interest at heart, is what you're saying. Well, we're not going to go to 18 games, I hear, in the next few years. No way. It's just that's too many games. It's not like – it's just too hard on our bodies. And you, you have to – if you're going to continue to do that, you have to almost extend, like, the roster. You, you have to, like, offer – but it, doesn't, it doesn't matter, though, because, like, the starting quarterback's always going to be playing, you know? And, like, yeah. I also think, sense, like, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because. Just so I'm not, like, saying I, I agree with you. I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on it. There's no reason, logically, I can think of behind the decision. It's like you talk about 17 games being too many games for their bodies. It's like, well. So we're five games in the NFL. You're literally getting hit by gladiators every play. It's like, yeah, the quarterback, theoretically, hopefully, aren't going to get hit. But the guys protecting them, they're getting hit. And it's like literally everyone. I'm like, was that? And the discussion or like the rumors of it expanding beyond that, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? Like, it's. I think the NFLPA is going to push back. So hard on that. They already like weren't a fan of the seventeenth. So it's like, I also think in certain, um, like, in certain circumstances, if you're a shoe into the playoffs, it's going to almost become like a preseason game because we're not going to want to risk getting any of the starters hurt. So what's the point? You know, like, I mean, there's never a shoe in in our conference, but I, I personally, I don't think there's that. Well, yeah, you're right. In our conference, there's not a shoe in. There's shoe ins, but every game matters in the NFL, and it's like. I just can't believe I'm trying to like the conspiracy side of me is thinking, are they trying to end players tenure or something like that? Like if there's some evil scheme behind it, cause it makes no logical sense. Also it, it's going to, what's the word for making something invalid. Invalidate. Thank you. Invalidate the <laughs> records that come. Like if a sack record gets broken, gets broken. It's like, well, the guy had an oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a really good point. I mean, I have, I, I've said, my belief is that the NFL is the finest product in terms of the number of games, the games that matter. Like, baseball, that's the sport I grew up playing. It's like, well, every game matters technically, but there's 162 of them. I can't give yeah, a shit for that games. long. NFL, yes. once a week. You follow your team once a week, and every game matters. And it's like, really? You added one more? I mean, every team that makes it to the playoffs, they're so much different than what when the roster started because of the injuries as is with 16 games. So, yeah. Emily, the last couple of years we've been working with Channel 3. Is there any news on that front? Is there going to be a continuation of that? we got to talk about that. What's happening there? Yeah. So we just finalized the contract. Um, yes, there will be 10 weeks of my segment. Same sort of thing, kind of like exploring Cleveland as a new local, I suppose. Um, and I've already filmed a couple episodes, uh, not episodes, but segments. Um, one, looking into places like breweries to watch away games. Ooh. And one, looking into rooftop bars while the weather's still nice. It would actually be really funny, Raleigh, if you started mirroring her segments yeah. for, like, Chicago or for other cities. You want to go toe-to-toe? You want to go toe-to-toe? I wonder who's going to win that one. I do want to talk to Annie. We've been on your podcast a couple times, vice versa. Yes. 
Talk to us about, we've talked about the podcast on here before, the Nobody's Podcast that you and Bryce have. Talk yeah. to our, our our listeners. I know we have we have a good amount of crossover, but talk, you guys have some really big guests that come on your podcast. I'm not like it's, I'm not saying that as a surprise. Also, side note, apology. I did not know that Annie was coming on this, so my Insta story with Emily's high school picture. I would have had some great ones of the both of you, but I didn't know you're coming out, so my bad. But yes, but nobody's oh, podcast. You could have found me on the outskirts of that photo you posted on the bench. So oh, sure. you would have had better pictures of her on the basketball court. No. Dang. Um, no, we were texting earlier. I was like, Em is a freak athlete, and I think the loyal dogs of war need to know who the real athlete in the family is. Because I told her, I said, when I saw yeah. your golf swing, I gasped. And not because, not, not before people go, oh, it's because she's a girl. No. For anyone, that golf swing is so pure. Are you talking about the one that they posted? Or, uh, Whenever you post, you've posted a few, or you or him post yeah. like you guys golfing, and your swing is like, damn. Well, you're consistently shooting like low 80s, aren't you? No, like 86 to 88, 89. Oh, like, I God damn. So is yeah. Baker, I asked if who the stronger of the two golfers were. I wasn't so, going to put him on blast. Okay, so is it you? Yeah, and like you could ask Baker that, and he would gladly tell you that. He's a good golfer, too. Yeah, he's going to stink till he retires in 25 years, so. But, yeah. Andy, the, the nobody spot. Yes, so we do actually have, I think, more crossover than we realize, probably. But basically, my podcast, we are the nobodies. And so every other episode, it's just Bryce and I. And then um, the other episodes, we call Somebody Sessions. And we have had some really exciting guests recently. Um and so we, our whole tagline is that we are experts on nothing with opinions on everything. So we like to bring people on that actually are experts on stuff to learn from them and to talk to them. Um, most recently, we interviewed two guys who actually I would love to link you guys with. There is called funny. it'd be hysterical. Um, it's called the Dumb Dads Podcast, <laughs> and it's two comedians who are dads, and they basically just talk about like the dumb shit they do as parents. And it was one of my favorite episodes to record because they were so funny and it was just like a giggle fest the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. We have had you guys on. You guys are our resident football experts. Yeah, so there's no, no experts <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I think we started our podcast around the same time you guys started this one. Yeah, you guys are you're on a network now. We are. We signed with Believe Podcast yeah. Network. Um, yeah, which ironically has the, like a ton of sports shows. Yeah. So they decided to expand some more pop culture stuff, and that's when they asked us to come on. So yeah. So make sure you follow. Well, you got to follow both the sisters Wilkinson, of course, but also the Nobody's Pod and Bryce Annie's uh, be- best friend, um, confidant. Uh, um, more he like has- he's. I'm his life coach. Is pretty much. How it works. Well, you That's guys are true. kind of everyone's yeah. life coach indirectly. Um, I was going to say, I, I wake <laughs> up I wake up at, what, on a good day, seven or eight during the week because I can just walk two feet to my desk. Uh, and by that time, when I look at Instagram, it's 8, 9 a.m. You guys who, Annie, you're two hours behind because you're on the West Coast. You both have already posted. You've already done four Peloton rides. Uh, you've already made yeah. 10 meals. <laughs> you went shopping. Uh, you fed a whole room of homeless people. I mean, like you guys do everything before like 10 a.m. And I'm like, wow, I will not do this, this entire, as much as they just did this morning, <laughs> the entire week. 
So it's good. It's a good, it's a good motivation. <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. Follow the nobodies. It's great. Uh, Emily, let's talk about <laughs> season three of At Home with the Mayfields. Yes. Maybe the only uh, second and third, well, the sequel and trilogy that I've loved of something. They just keep getting better. And that's not kissing ass. It's just true. You see how many, like, even like the non, everyone loves the commercials. Like, non-Browns fans, Browns fans, they're just great. And you guys are so incredibly natural at it, which is, like, so fun to watch. Thank you. Yeah, Bank is honestly, like, very good at it. And I'm able to just kind of follow along. I kind of panic sometimes because he'll go off script and I'm like, that's not what you're supposed to say. You're, the, you're the best thing that you bring to that whole thing the is your facial expression. Well, no, I will say the one that you guys, the first thing we posted where it's just he and I sitting there, they, that is completely unscripted. So that's after we've already filmed all the commercials and they sit us down and we're like, okay, stay in character. You guys are married, like whatever. You live in the stadium. We're going to fire off questions and just riff off each other, but like very office style. The bond is yeah, behind the yeah. scenes, office now. And so those are completely unscripted, but yeah, Baker is so good at it. And he, uh, there's some really funny ones coming out with him. The groundskeeper is, I want to drink a beer at that guy. He's so, good. he's so great. He lives in LA. And so they fly him in. Bobby, he's just great. This is the first year at First Energy. Was that at First Energy? Yeah. Second. Wait, the only year, first year was oh, in yeah. Rose Bowl. Yeah. Last year was First yeah. Energy. Yeah. Emily, do you or Baker have any artistic input in the content of these commercials? Truthfully, this year we did not. We didn't like renew the contract until right before we filmed. And so it was pretty much done. Um, but like throughout the year, if something funny happens, like when we're at home, uh, we have kind of like fired off ideas. And so last year, I feel like they used a few this year. I don't think they used any, but they got creative this year. I'm still like making it. a hard run for one with the in-laws. Yes, yes. Hey, but uh, Bake, er, talking to you, but him, uh, way, way too good and way too convincing at that gossip club. Oh my God, wait till you see the full commercial. You're going to die. It's so funny. I mean, he like really, really good. I was like, this isn't actually a commercial. I'm like filming him. Yeah, I think when he's done with football, he's going to act for sure. He should. He's so good at it. He loves it. So how are those presented? Do they just give you the script and you say go or does like uh what's this chris talbot does yeah, he have any input in on him or um so just... we every year so far we have met with them um we've met with them at town hall and they take us through they always have like this amazing presentation with all these sounds and visuals and all this stuff and then they t- they like really make us like we actually this year they had us close our eyes and then they would read the scripts so that we could envision it like for the first time just how we would actually present it and then um, we can give honest feedback, like, no, hate that idea, super corny, or this is good, but I think it'd be more natural to say something like this. And then um, like, we got the scripts the night before we filmed this year. And then on shoot day, like, it's just kind of, I mean, Bake just goes off script and, like, does it <laughs> however he would do it in real life. So, That's our quarterback. Yeah, which is what makes the Gossip Club a little more frightening. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah. And the, the, I was, it came naturally. Yeah. I think... One of my the, one of the hardest times I've laughed is when Jed runs in, and Jed's a very <laughs> natural actor too. Like he's none of this is ever forced, which is the most impressive thing. When when Baker just goes, you know, could be make me an offer. I was, I mean, it was just like we had to read that one multiple times because me and Jed were both cracking up because like <laughs> the, whole make, or the face he makes. I'm, 
And he's such bullshit. We got a big game in Kansas City coming up. Either of the Wilkinson sisters. Do you guys have any pregame routines, superstitions that you'd be willing to share to our beloved listeners? If not, that's okay, because I get that too. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, if I had one, I would totally tell you, but no, like away games, I really don't. I mean, I have the same routine in the morning with Baker, because obviously we're never together in the morning of games. We have like a routine we go through, which I can't talk, I mean, it's not like inappropriate or anything, but I feel no, like... No, no, don't, yeah, never all But we have like the same routine, and then, no, I mean, really not like tailgating things or... No, I mean, my game day routine is the same whether it's home or away. I text him. I think we talked about this on my podcast when you guys came on. I send him the same text every game um, throughout the season. And when we're on a winning streak, I copy and paste it from the first win to, like, I just scroll up and copy and paste. And then if there's a loss, I retype it. But it's the same every, every time. That's yeah. what I'm fishing for. That's yeah. what leads. That's what championships are made out of. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put anything else. Uh, that's all we want to know. Nothing else. Yeah, that's that's, that's nothing. all I'm going to say. Nothing. Emily, who do you think is the most intentionally funny player? I think I asked you this last time. The most intentionally funny slash witty player as of now on the current roster. That and you can't say Baker. I mean, intentionally, Baker is hilarious. Yeah, intentionally Um, funny. Intentionally funny. Or, I mean, yeah, just intentionally funny, because I don't want to, unless somebody is both unintentionally and intentionally funny. Why, Teller had the best answer. He goes, well, Kareem, but I don't know when he's actually just joking around. I would probably say Kareem, but I will say, oh, Odell is, like, very funny. Like, in Montana, he had me dying when we were playing Phase 10. Um, so when he's like trying to be funny, he can be very funny. You know how some people like force it and you're like, not funny. He's funny. Uh, yeah. Shout out us. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't going to say any names, right? <laughs> this has been an absolute pleasure as always, ladies. Thank you so much for joining us. Very, very excited for week one, Sunday. If you're listening yes. to this the day, it comes out 48 hours away, 325 Eastern or 425 Eastern, Kansas City. CBS, let's go. The Browns are back, baby. We'll see you guys at the tailgate. Yes, we'll see you there. Very excited to get there. Thank you so much again, everyone, and good night, Cleveland. the story goes.